Hello, everyone. This is another edition of Broken Man Podcast. I know it's been a while. My name's Johnny. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a very long time, actually. I believe uh, February. February of this year, 2021, is uh, the last show that I posted. And uh, not to get into super, super detail or anything like that, because I don't want to take up an entire episode trying to explain myself. However, I probably owe you some sort of explanation. Um, A lot of things have happened and transpired since February. Uh, My speech may be a little bit different. If you uh, happen to catch some of it, some of you might know, some of you might not. But I did have to get uh, an upper denture plate. So I've been learning to talk again, trying to relearn how to talk. And But that's not the entire reason because I've been able to do other things and, and it's it's gotten better. You might notice my S's and stuff like that. And, then I, and I, stumble, I still stumble over some words. So forgive me if I sound a little ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> if you've listened to any of the shows in the past, you know that I struggle consistently with uh, my faith and, and not losing the faith, but I, I, I'm a sinner. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm a sinner. Um, there are worse. There are some that aren't as bad, but uh, regardless, I'm a sinner. And it is, I feel like that I'm experiencing the same thing that a lot of you may be experiencing is at the same time. If you're a believer in Christ is this constant just battle and it's getting worse the closer we get to Jesus coming back, the worse the battles are going to be and the harder it's going to uh, be to fight and to stay out of the sinfulness that we've grown accustomed to over our lives. And that's fact. You know, we all struggle with it. Some people handle it better than others. I'm not good at handling it a lot of the time because I get so down on myself and I and I think, well, God doesn't want me and I've ruined any chance whatsoever of doing what he wanted me to do to begin with. You know, what he, what he created me to do in this lifetime. And that he just doesn't, you know, he gave up on me. That's, that's what I think. And I know that's Satan doing that. I know it's the devil doing that to me. And I'm sure he's done it to a lot of you uh, as well. It's just, it's, it's a daily battle. And, and I know there's a lot of things that God needs me to go through to prepare me for whatever it is that's going to be coming. Because I think he's preparing people slowly but surely, and some people can't take it, and they end up doing taking their own lives, or they end up uh, just going over the edge, and they just go all in on the sin. I know that rhymes, but but it's true. Some people can't handle it. You know, some people just lose it. I have my stages of I get right up there next to it, and then I just have to I just have to shut down because I'm not going to let Satan do that to me. He already does enough to me on a daily basis, and I'm not going to let him take away my salvation or take away the joy and the blessings that God gives me when I do something for God. And there's a lot of people out there that like to do things for God 
or do good things for people and then they like to brag about it, don't do that. Because then you're just making it about you. You know, and, and, and I understand there's a fine line there because you're, it's like you, you're so proud of something you did for God and you want people, other people to do the same thing. And you feel like, well, if they, you know, see me doing it, then maybe they'll want to do it too. But it really boils down to, you want the attention and you, you're bringing all the attention to yourself. Look at me, look what I did for God. And we cannot do that. If you're going to help people, just help people. And don't brag about it. Don't tell people about it. You know, it's, it doesn't, you're doing it for God and the person that you're doing it for those God knows what you did and that's who you should be working towards. That's who, that's who you should be doing it for the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of you. That's why you've got all these people, movie stars and, and, and music stars and all these people out here that expect to be treated like kings. And they themselves keep telling you, you can be your own God. And it's all garbage. Their God is Satan. That's who their God is. It's not even themselves. It is Satan. 100%. And if you want to do that, I mean, if you want to, join Satan in the lake of fire one day, go ahead. You know, that's your choice. As a human being, you have that choice to do that. But as for me, no matter how bad things get in this life, I'm, I'm trying to look at the next life. Because this life, I failed miserably. I failed everything to do in this life. I failed it all. So now, you know, the only chance you have of, of being eternally happy and eternally secure is believing in Jesus Christ. And then that will get you to the next life. If you don't accept Christ and, and, and you want to live for the day and you want to live for this world, then this is all you're ever going to have. Once you die... That's not even the last death. That When you die, you're not just gone. There's another death. The second death, that's when you join Satan and his minion in the lake of fire. So uh, I kind of got off. <laughs> you know how I do. I get off on these tangents, and I, and I just uh, I start rolling, and I can't stop. So I probably rambled on, and, and I probably could have used that at some point. <laughs> in a more, you know, so you could see it more, but I'm just, I need you people to know. I need people who listen to this show. You have to accept Christ and you've got to do it soon. He is coming back. And, and those of you that have seen me do other, you know, a uh, uh, YouTube show lately, or, um, see me post on social media, or you talk to me on a daily basis, I am a struggling center. That's what I do. That seems to be all I can do at times. I've got a lot going on right now. Today, I didn't, I, I didn't do anything today. Unfortunately, I didn't even go to church. Yeah, by the way, I found a church to go to. Whether or not it ends up being a quote-unquote home church for me still remains to be seen. But so far, so good. You know, I like the people that go. I've met a few of them and, and uh, the pastor and everything. It seems to be going okay. But again, we'll see, because I, I look at churches and judge churches by what the, the Word of God says. If I don't think that they're 
following what the Bible says, or if I think they're getting off to, well, we need money and we're trying to get more money to do this and that, you know, I, I sometimes I'll bow out, you know, depending on the situation. But I can tell you, it is good to be around other believers. It is, it is a good thing to find some sort of gathering, whether it's a church or whether it's just a group of people that you can share ideas with and read the Bible with and, and talk about it and discuss, you know, calmly, not argue, but discuss calmly what the Word of God says. But in the end, you have to make that decision, but you have to read it first. I'm, <laughs> I am the worst at not reading the Bible like I should. And today, I, you know, on this show, what, what sparked this show, this comeback from being off for months, I was thinking the other day, you know, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I, I don't know how to say this without coming off as, and and that's the, and you'll know what I'm talking about when I, when I get to it. But um, years and years ago, this whole radio thing started. Um, We were driving by this, we were driving by on, I believe it was what, 23rd Avenue or whatever in Moline, Illinois. It used to be the big hangout. People would cruise up and down and stuff like that. It used to be the big deal. So, uh, so I've been up and down that 23rd Avenue a million times before. And I'd never noticed. I, I just happened, we were sitting at a red light. I just look off to my right and I see this little house and it's a, a real small house. And I happened to notice it was a radio station. It was a Christian radio station. And I had had these weird feelings about serving God. I think it was around the same time I was getting pretty close to God again. And I had this, this idea just popped in my head. I should try to do radio. And at the time I had no radio experience. I had no, I was not good in front of people. I, I, and I, I'm still not good in front of a group of people, but I was trying to figure out a way that I, you know, I was trying to figure out what my calling was because God was calling me for something. He was calling hard. And, uh, and eventually, of course, I walked away again because that's what I do. But I had, you know, I got that idea. So I started buying up this equipment to start the radio show. And then instead of doing radio for God, I just went off the other way. And I've, you know, learned as technology increased and as uh, I learned more about broadcasting, I'm still not that great at it. But I'm better than I was. If you ever heard my first podcast, you would laugh because you'd think I was going to commit suicide or something at the end of it. It was really that bad. But I've grown to be able to communicate a little bit better, even though the teeth are kind of in my way right now. But uh, I I have learned to do that. You know, I've learned slowly but surely how to communicate. And it branched into YouTube videos and stuff. You know, it just went on. You know, I've learned more and more and more. Again, I'm still not perfect at it. I'm not even close. But I'm out here doing it. It's better than not doing it, I guess. And I may take huge breaks like <laughs> like, like I just did. But I'm still going to do it. 
And I don't know what God's calling me to do. I don't know if it was this. Sometimes I get, I'm like, I should be preaching, but I cannot get in front of people. And I'm not, I'm not reading, reading the Bible like I should. I don't know the Bible like I should. So I don't know. I don't know 100% what God's calling me to do. I guess I'll just keep doing this. Maybe this is it. But he's not going to allow me to reap the, the blessings of everything until I get my act together. And I totally 100% get it. And maybe I'm just here to show you that you're not alone. Maybe somebody who listens to me and, and listens to my stories knows that they're not alone now and that they, they understand that Jesus is still there waiting for them. And he is. No matter what you've done, he's still there waiting for you. And the time is getting very, very short. And it's not just the viruses and it's just not, it's not just the globalists and it's not just all it, it's been coming for a long, long time. We used to talk about all this stuff on the old radio shows. And you've got new age religions popping up. And, and, and look, I know some of you out there, probably most of you that listen to this show are Trump supporters and all that. But you're, some people are putting Trump on a pedestal that he doesn't deserve to be on. Okay? You're worshiping Trump. You're not worshiping God. You shouldn't even be worried about any of this stuff going on right now if you're a believer in Christ. If you're a real Christian, you shouldn't even worry about this stuff. It doesn't mean you just totally give up and, you know, just let whatever happens. You just say, ah, whatever happens, happens. I'm not going to prepare for anything. It's good to be prepared to an extent. But the biggest prep you can make, reading your Bible and knowing God's word, which is something I have to do, and I'm going to try. Like I've said before, I'll go through these these phases where I'll 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 be good about it. I'll get into it and I'll read it, and then I'll walk away from it again because I get distracted. And I well, I'll let myself get distracted. It's not God's not distracting me. Satan is is the one distracting me because he he doesn't want me doing this right here. He didn't want me doing this show today. He doesn't want me doing anything for God. And he keeps telling me, God gave up on you. What are you doing? Stop it. You had your chance long ago. Because that's what he does. He tells you that and you start believing it. Because you don't feel the same way. Because I don't have that feeling of the Holy Spirit in me like I did before. That's not the Holy Spirit's fault. It's not God's fault. That's my fault. And that's your fault if you're going through the same thing. God has nothing to do with that. He's, he's, he doesn't move. We do. We move back and forth. Jesus is right in the same spot he always is. And I know I need to practice what I preach. That's why I don't preach. That's why I have, you know, one of the reasons I haven't done a show in, in the six plus months. Because I don't deserve to do this and, and, and tell you guys to do something that I'm not doing. Because I don't want to be a hypocrite either. That's one of the biggest things that kept me out of church for all these years. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to go to a church that are hypocrites. And, and it doesn't mean all churches are hypocritical. I'm just saying a lot of them out there now, a majority of 
quote unquote Christian churches now are all doing new age things. They're doing new age, uh, preaching new age Bibles. And they're, they're talking about prosperity. It's all prosperity gospel. Like Joel Osteen, TD Jakes is hanging out with Oprah. And we all know what Oprah is. She's certainly not a Christian. Or I should say that's between her and God. She certainly doesn't act like a Christian. She was supposedly brought up in the church, and then she got into this new age crap. A long time ago, all you women, you got to understand, they put these people in prominent positions to influence the masses. Oprah had a huge following, gigantic following, made millions and billions of dollars. She had all these women that watched her show every single day. And then if you watched her, she progressively started slowly going towards new age beliefs. She slowly started pushing this new age garbage. Just like all the rest of them did. Some of them, you know, didn't. Some of them were just sinners and they stayed sinners and they just got famous because, you know, the sinners love the sinners. So, uh, but I'm just saying that people like Oprah that could profess to have been raised in the, in the church at an early age. And then they walk away from it. So if she was truly saved, that's between her and God. And if she's, you know, I don't know how far you can go preaching another uh, belief system or religion before God just finally says, I'm done with you. I have no idea. But again, that's between her and God. So I shouldn't have said that she's not a Christian. She just doesn't seem like a Christian now. Same thing with like Taylor Swift. Um, you know, there's a long list of these people. Look at Amy Grant. Amy Grant is now a lesbian, I guess. She's all in on the LGBTQRST movement. She's all in now. She And you've watched her progression. She started out as one of the most famous gospel singers of all time. Christian rock, whatever, Christian pop. And then she walked away from that. She got into this little, she started sleeping around with other men, you know, away from her husband, and which I don't know exactly what happened in that relationship. But then she's cheating, having affairs, and then she's getting into just regular pop music, which didn't really go that well because she wasn't that good, to be quite honest. If you want to be honest, she wasn't all that. And then now she's completely progressed over to the uh, LGBTQRSTLMNUV, whatever they're calling it these days. So again, I'm taking it she's a lesbian or is she a man? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what she's doing. I just saw the story the other day. And I'm like, she's made the full transfer. She's completely walked away from the church. Completely walked away. Now, again, if she was saved to begin with, that's between her and God. I have no idea. But you see how easy it is to, to jump, to get it once you get away from God, once Satan drags you away from God just a little bit, how easy it is to pull you completely away. The further away you get from God, the closer to Satan you get. It's like a magnetic field. Just picture it as two magnets. You've got God on one side and Satan on the other side, and you're in the middle. The difference is you have control over which one has the most pull on you. And the closer you get to God, 
the further away the influence is from Satan. The closer to Satan you get, the more sinning you do, the further away from God that you are in the Holy Spirit. It's really simple if you think about it. So I've been bouncing around inside of there for years. But I just don't, I get to the point where I think I'm going to take the plunge and just, you know, be all in on Satan and do whatever he wants me to do and have fun and live and blah, blah, blah. All this fantastic things they, they promise you, all the great feelings you're going to have. All oh, the love, man. Love and sex and rock and roll and all that stuff. Enjoy that because that's all you're going to ever have. You don't accept Christ. You're never going to be able to, you're going to die twice. You're going to die once here and then you're going to die again and join Satan and the rest in their little lake of fire. If you don't think that's real, well, that's, I don't know what to tell you, you know? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I've been, I've been bouncing around in there and, uh, Unfortunately, I've moved away from God for a few months now, and I'm trying to make my way back. Because I do love God, and I do love Jesus. I just don't show it. You know, I don't show it. And I get down on myself, and I don't want to do anything. And uh, then I start worrying about all the worldly things, the losses and the mistakes that I made. I've been through that too here recently. As a matter of fact, I did something really stupid the other day, trying to reach out to somebody from my past. And uh, I knew I was going to be disappointed. I knew that they probably wouldn't even, well, it was a she, you know, 35 years since I've seen this girl. And um, I've, you know, found... Well, I don't want to go into detail. Let's just say I reached out and nobody reached back. So, um, it's still in, <laughs> it's one of them things where I've never forgotten about this girl, you know, and, and I think probably most likely if you, if you listen to the show before when I did the what if show about what if I would have stayed in Alabama and what if. I had started dating someone else and how my life could have changed and, and been, you know, been different. I honestly think she was put into my life at the time and who knows what could have happened there. All I know is that bond. I've never had that bond with another woman. Not to say I never loved other women, the, you know, my wives and, you know, I, I don't want to say that I did love those women but what I'm saying is that love wasn't nearly as strong as what it was with her and I screwed that up I just walked away um, I do that a lot which is why I don't want to date any anymore I don't even want to be with anyone in that capacity because all I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hurt you too I'm just gonna end up you're, you'll be another victim she was my first victim I was reaching out to her not to get back with her and not to try to win her back and anything like that. I just wanted to apologize. And some of you might know who I'm talking about. So if you happen to see her or talk to her tell I, and she didn't get my letter or whatever, apologizing, or she just tore it up or whatever, she doesn't care. You know, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do to change. And I don't know if she, she probably doesn't even remember me. It's probably why she didn't respond at all. She probably doesn't know who I am. She probably thinks I'm crazy. And I am kind of crazy. But uh, that was a low for me. And it's not her fault. I'm saying it was a low for me to do that. Because again, I'm, I, you know, it's like, I knew I shouldn't have done it. I should have just um, forgiven, forget, and just go on type thing. And God would take me through it, get me through it again. That's what I should have done. But I didn't because I'm stupid. Because I'm a sinner. I'm just a, I'm a weird dude. You know, and I don't want to hurt anybody else. I don't want to drag any other women through my life. And, and you know, because I, I just, I don't, I, I can't do that anymore. So I need to concentrate on God. I need to try to serve him as best I can. I need to try to be the best Christian I possibly can in the meantime until God takes me home. And I suggest that all the rest of you do the same. Do what you possibly can. Do the best you possibly can. But don't walk too far away. Don't get sucked into that vortex of sin that the, the Satan is just, he's just standing there holding it, waiting for you to get sucked into it. Because the time is getting really, really close. I just feel it. And I know there's other Christians that feel it too. You know, it's it's in the Bible. We're going to know. We're, we're, we're not going to know the time and the date or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But you can feel it. You can feel something's coming. And I think God's going to awaken those people. You know, there's supposed to be a big revival. I think, you know, I felt that. I don't know if you have, but I felt that too. I felt the this revival spirit like like it needs to happen and like I'm um I feel like I'm on pins and needles like I need to do something now I got to hurry up and do something and get my act together because God needs me to do something but I have to be back on his side of the court you know it's like I keep I I run back and forth between his side and half court thank thank the good lord I don't cross over that halfway line but I still, I get way too close. And God tells us in the Bible to stay away from the sin. You've got to walk away from that sin. You cannot continually, purposely sin every day and do the same things every day and expect to be close with God. You cannot expect the Holy Spirit to, to come to you and show you things and enlighten you and, and give you this blessing and that feeling that just envelops your entire body. And it's an excitement, and it's a, uh, it shoots up your spine. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. I felt it before. That's why I wish I could show people. I wish I could make them feel that just for a second, and they would understand me. You know, the most important sentence in the Bible, it's, it's within a verse, but it's not the actual verse. I think it should be a verse. I, think it should, I wish they would have made it just a verse. Because they would have made it, it would have made the entire, it would have made, it would have been, sorry, I'm, 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 uh, it would have been the most important verse in the Bible. And I think this is the important, most important sentence in the Bible. Yes, the entire Bible, all 66 books, all thousands and thousands of words. 
I think the most important sentence in the Bible is in John 19.30. It's in that verse, hidden within that verse. It's not hidden. It's right there in the open, but it's in that verse. It is finished. The words of Jesus, it is finished. Because without that sentence, none of this is possible. Salvation isn't possible. Nothing is possible. All things are possible through Jesus Christ. If Jesus hadn't died on that cross, none of this would ever be possible. There would be no salvation. It is finished. It had to be finished. Jesus had to go through all that. The pain, the suffering, everything that he went through that day. And then being hung on a cross and positioned and the nails driven in so he didn't even have support to hold himself. I mean, just think about it. Think about what this, what God in human form had to go through. But it had to happen. It had to happen so that all of us would have a chance at heaven because we're all just too bad. We're sinners. If you look at today's world, now you know why Jesus had to do that. Now you know why. It's, it's obvious. Even as bad as people were back then, it's, it's gotten really bad now, and it's going to get worse. Trust me. It's getting worse. But if you look at today's society, we needed Jesus. Jesus had to die on that cross for us. He didn't even want to for a second. Like for a split second, the pain and everything just grabbed him. And he's just like, he's asking God, why have you forsaken me? He's hanging on the cross. And he's asking that question. He's, he can't understand. He can't understand. For a second, just for a second, because that was the human side crying out to God. That was the human in him begging God, why do I have to do this? And then it was finished. While he's hanging there, he even even forgives one of the thieves. Or murderers or thieves, whichever one they, he was. He was hung with two other people, two under criminals, two criminals. One's mocking him, saying, oh, if you're God, you know, save us. Save us all. The other one's like, nah, you need to shut up, talking to the other guy. He realized who Jesus was. And Jesus told him, today you will be in paradise with me. While he's hanging on a cross that he can't get comfortable, he's bleeding out, he's, he's, he's broken, bones not broken. There was one of the, uh, did you know one of the prophecies about the, the Messiah is that he would have no broken bones? Do you know that? I didn't realize that. Well, it's because I didn't read the Bible. That's why. The Roman centurion or whatever, they were going to 
the the other two hadn't died yet on the cross. So what they do is they break their bones. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it, they break their bones to basically make them die faster, right? They get up to Jesus and Jesus had already died. Or in the Bible says given up the ghost. So they didn't break their knees. I think it was their knees, their ankles, probably their knees because their ankles are probably already pretty bad. Um, They never broke Jesus's bones. So he fulfilled, well, he fulfilled all their prophecies. He fulfilled all the messianic prophecies. The Jews didn't see it, but now we see it. When you look back and, you know, anyway. So uh, his bones weren't broken. They never broke any of his bones. So he fulfilled that prophecy. But it is finished. If he hadn't died for us, we would have zero chance of getting into heaven. Zero. And it's crazy. It's such a great gift, and it's so easy to achieve. It's not easy to live. It's not easy to not sin. And you're, not, and you're never going to be perfect. You're always going to sin. No matter what you do, you're always going to be a sinner. But believing in God will hold you back in a lot of ways, and eventually you'll get to a point where you're a lot better than you were before. You'll never be perfect, though. So just, I'm going to leave you with that. It is finished. It had to happen. And thank the good Lord it did. And thank Jesus every day. You should thank Jesus, thank God for that gift. The greatest gift ever. The greatest gift known to man is salvation through Jesus Christ. It's time. It is time. Thank you for listening. Um, I, I am going to start doing these on a regular basis again. I'm doing my best. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to start doing them. Just like I started going to church. You know, I didn't want to go, but I started going and I'm just making, I'm going. Every Sunday, I had a reason not to go. I was, I kind of really had a good reason today, but, or yesterday, but um, I'm fighting through that and, and it's getting better. So I'm going to start doing these podcasts every week, maybe more. Who knows? It's all God's will. So I'm going to try to let him lead me and, and to do whatever, I, whatever it is he wants me to do, whether I, I'm arguing or not, like whether I'm, I'm you know, fighting it or not. So forgive me for being gone for so long. Thank you for hanging around. If you did, I appreciate it and the support and everything. So uh, hopefully, God willing, I will catch you guys again real, real soon with another show. Thanks for listening. I love each and every one of you, and God loves all of us. He proved it. He proved it already. All you have to do is accept it.